Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Adam, and today I am talking to myself, but I am also talking to my younger brother from Germany, Mr. Adrian slash Moses Senpai. Surprise! Surprise, he's here. <laughs> uh, our, the, our usual recording software has been a real dick to us today, so we're, mm-hmm. gonna, we're trying something different, so we'll see if it sounds better or worse when we're done. Um, so today, uh, Adrian and I were talking, and we were thinking that we would go over some different common slangs or common phrases or idioms that are spoken mm-hmm. in our respective countries and share them with each other to see if we know what they mean or if we've heard of them before. My estimate is that Smosis has heard most of mine, and I've heard none of his. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a good starting um, attitude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to feel like I'm going to be learning more than you today, but, but we'll see. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, um, do you want to um, go first, Adrian, since you're the guest? Sure, and I got this uh, lovely site, and they're like listed a bunch of words that are like funny, and they also made the literal translation of those words. So okay. I'll tell you like the literal translation of the word, and then you have to guess what, the, what it actually means. Okay, cool. Okay? Yeah, sounds good. Okay, the first word is earworm. Earworm, I know earworm. Uh, that's when like you have like a like a song or something stuck in your head or like a thought that you can't get out. It's just it's, right. Yes, bur- it's burrowed in there. Mm, exactly. What, how do you say it in Germany? Ohrwurm. 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 Ohr means ear and worm means worm. Oh, okay, I gotta practice my German. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering if some of these you've heard before because earworms actually on the website I was looking at for like English slash American <laughs> idioms, which is really funny. That that's quite funny. <laughs> yeah. So uh, okay, how about uh, see some of these I haven't even heard of before. Um, I had the same problem with mine. <laughs> all right, here's one. Here's one that I really like. It's called a, it's a, it's a bull in a china shop. A bull in a china shop. I think we have a very similar one to that, <laughs> but in the version we say it's an elephant, not uh, not a rhino. <laughs> What does it mean to you? It's that you're like really clumsy and you break everything. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> we just used a different animal in that one. Boy, Adrian, I feel like we're just going to, instead of like teaching each other anything, I think what we're going to be learning is that, it, that our languages are too similar. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, well, let's see. Let's see if we can keep the streak alive. Let's see if you have one that I've heard before. Okay. Um, the next one is distance pain. Distance pain? Distance pain. Is that kind of like uh, like being homesick? Or like... Exactly, yeah. Like we're like you, uh, you, no, you miss being home? Not homesick. No. It's similar. It, it's kind of similar, but it's not quite the same one. Well, what is it? What, what's, your, what's your translation of it? Uh, it's, it's more the reverse of like homesick. The reverse it's, of homesick. Yeah, it's that you want to like travel, that you want to get out of your house. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it's we do have a word for that. You're, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, what is that? We do have something like that, uh, but I don't. I can't think of what it is right now. Uh, but no, yeah, that's um. Uh, well, here's here's one that I feel like is pretty much in the name, but it's one of my favorite American slangs. Um. Uh called the best thing since sliced bread can you repeat it again <laughs> it's the best thing since sliced bread um it does make sense when you hear it but i actually don't know that one you, you've never heard the best thing since sliced bread no oh i got one <laughs> nice uh so <laughs> yeah. um so like it's essentially just a way to hype up something or someone that you think is really awesome like mm-hmm. like if you think like um like or like a new invention sometimes people yeah. say it then but like if you're like man that show man, i was watching the office the other day man that show's the best thing since sliced bread like, <laughs> your sliced bread is great <laughs> yeah uh and there's a little factoid here that says the bread slicing machine was introduced in the 1920s as was considered the greatest forward step in the baking industry and the phrase was born <laughs> around that concept because that's what people called it Okay. Uh, so uh, that's interesting. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, so uh, yeah, so the best thing to slice bread is just of... a way to hype things up. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't think of like slicing bread as such a big invention. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, <laughs> you know, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I mean, people were able to cut their own bread and stuff like that, but it was never sold in, like, packages where it was already pre-cut, you know? And so, like, people just having that all these really nice-looking slices already packaged and ready to go, they're like, yeah, "Yeah, peanut butter and jelly, now's the next invention. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Let's let's marry those things together. Mm. Um, But, yeah, so best thing since sliced bread. What do you got? Yeah. My next one is grief bacon. Grief bacon. Yes, <laughs> I love when I read that one as well. I, I don't know if I've heard that before. Uh, I'm gonna guess it means like grief, like bacon, B A C O N, bacon. Yes, yes. Grief bacon. Uh, I'm gonna guess that's like uh, like a person who every time they show up, they just make everybody miserable, and you call them grief grief bacon. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's not actually it. <laughs> you said grief, right? Like sadness. Yes. Grief? Yeah. Can, yeah. yeah. It's called uh, Kummerspeck in German. Did you say Kummerspeck? Uh, Kummerspeck. Kummerspeck, I like that. That sounds fun to say. <laughs> Kummerspeck. <laughs> and it's when you like, well, you said like from a breakup or something like that, and you start like eating a lot because you're so sad. Then you get like Kummerspeck. Uh, how would you say it in a sentence? Like, is Kummerspeck like, like, the, like, look at that person. They are... They are they are grief bacon or they're eating grief bacon. Like how would you use it in uh, a sentence? Uh, like if if you're a friend of the person and you know that they've gone through a breakup and they like gained weight, you would say like she really put him some grief bacon. Oh, okay, okay, interesting. Because she's been eating so much because she had like she was so sad and started eating a lot. I see. Okay, okay. Wow, I would not have guessed that at all. Grief bacon. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, Kumashbeck. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. What else do I got? How about this one? This one's one uh, that uh, that's pretty common around uh, uh, the States. I don't know if it's common in, the, in, in Germany. But it's when you have a bone to pick. Mm-hmm. Do you have that one? A bone to pick. Um, you have a similar one, yes. But it's kind of like with the uh, rhino. It's... That we just use different words for the same phrase. What's the word? What's the word? What do you use? Uh, for us, it's um, to pluck a chicken would be the translation. To pluck a chicken. What yes. It, <laughs> so what, what do you what do you think having a bone to pick means? Uh, that you have that you have like open business with someone, and it's usually not like friendly business. Right. It's usually like like you're like you're pissed. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, no. <laughs> so yours is to pluck a chicken. Yeah, it's uh, to that's you know, a Hühnchen to from hast. Right, right. I was gonna say that too. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that you still have like that, like the bad person is a chicken. You still need to pluck its feathers. Oh, so the person, the plucking the chicken's feathers, the the person you have a bone to pick with is the chicken. So you have to pluck. Yes, their feathers. exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't know where a bone to pick comes from. I mean, I know that it means like. <clears throat> to pick a bone when you're eating means to like bite all the meat off or to pick all the meat off the bone. Mm-hmm. But I guess that means that they're going to chew, chew on you for a bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. What do you got? Uh, next one is inner pig dog. <clears throat> you say inner in pig? Inner pig dog. Are you saying inner or in a? I-E-N-E-R. Inner pig dog. Inner pig dog. What does that mean? Inner pig dog is in German innerer Schweinehund. And right. it's like when you want to work out, but you're too lazy to it. Yeah, you have like this turmoil inside of you that says you need to do something, but you're saying, I don't want to do anything. That's your, this bad voice is your inner pig dog. Who your, says, inner, your inner pig dog is the one that's telling you not to work out or that you should? It's it's not to work out. Oh, <laughs> It's that bad side of you that just wants to like be lazy at all times. Right. So instead of going to work out, you're saying stay home and have that uh, grief bacon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, here's one that you might have heard. Um, the pot calling the kettle black. Can you like say it slower again? Sure. The pot calling mm-hmm. the kettle black. 
And if never heard of that and I have no idea what that means. That is a super <laughs> common one here in the States. Uh, that comes mm -hmm. out a lot. It's like what you would use when somebody is being a hypocrite. Like, like you would say, like, it, like, let's just say that you were a smoker and I was also mm -hmm. a smoker. And mm -hmm. I kept saying to you, Adrian, you should really quit smoking. It's bad for your health and you already have yeah. terrible health or whatever. And you would say, well, if it ain't the pot con of Kettle Black. Look at you. You're also a smoker, you mm -hmm. know, like, so it's you, you calling out someone's hypocrisy, like, okay. you know, that, that, they, that they don't want to own their own bullshit, but they want to talk about mm -hmm. your bullshit and it's the same bullshit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that, so you would say, well, that's the cut. That's the pot calling the kettle black, isn't it? You know? Yeah. And in all my years of like watching English entertainment and talking to people, I've never heard that before. Is that right? <laughs> Huh. I don't, yeah. Yeah, th th I don't know when it when it first came about. Uh, that's another episode for another time, I guess. But uh, mm -hmm. but we use a lot of um, a lot of kitchenware in our uh, <laughs> in our <laughs> common slangs around here. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's a good one to use. Pot call the kettle black. Uh, mm -hmm. What about you? What do you got? Uh, the next one also made me uh, laugh, and I read the literal translation of it. It's exterior shame exterior shame exterior shame yes is that just like someone who's insecure about their body or is that something else no i can totally see why you would think that but it's something different it's uh, when uh for example you're at school and some dude makes a fool of himself and this is your friend who makes a fool of himself and you're kind of like feeling bad for him you're like you're kind of thinking, oh, no, I know this dude. And he, like, people that know that I'm friends with this weird dude. Then you're, like, shame. Uh, you're, you're ashamed of yourself because he does stupid things. That's you're, so you're ashamed because you're ashamed of your friend because you're afraid that they'll associate you with them because they do dumb shit. Kind of, yes. <laughs> so how, do you, how would you use that in a sentence, like, that you have ex exterior shame? Uh, it's also like in TV shows, so you don't really need to like be know that person in like in person. But if someone just does something really embarrassing, and you just think to yourself like, "Oh no, why did he do that?" <laughs> then uh. you then you feel like uh, French shame and you feel exterior shame for them. I see. Okay, I think I understand. Because like, like when you watch a lot of cringeworthy TV shows and there's like yes, a character yes, on there. There's that a lot of like, exterior shame in that. Yeah, like on The <laughs> Office, like where Michael yeah. Scott does just like the most like cringeworthy shit. And you're like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. You know, exterior and shame. Things, I'm so sorry for us dudes. <laughs> right. We have a word for that too. I just don't. It's a kind of empathy, I think. But I don't think we call it exterior shame. You know um, what I found really funny? In the explanation, they also mentioned The Office. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that's one of the sh that's one of these shows I think of when I think of any time I've ever been really embarrassed for a TV mm. character. <laughs> you know, it's Michael Scott. <laughs> mm. <laughs> All right, here's one for you. How about, how about a wet blanket? I've heard this one before, but I can't really remember what it is. Well, if you had to take a guess, what would you say the phrase a wet blanket means? Uh, maybe that you don't remember anything. Uh, not 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 exactly. Uh, but it is a negative uh, connotation. Mm -hmm. Uh, when you call someone a wet blanket, it means that like they're a real party pooper. They're like someone who really kills the mood. You know, it's just mm -hmm. like it's like someone snuck up behind you when you're nice and dry and feeling good and they throw a cold ass okay. wet blanket on you and you just now you're miserable. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, why? Why would you do that? You know, <laughs> so when you sh when that one guy shows up, it's always just like, oh, God, here comes so and so mm -hmm. come and be a wet blanket again. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't thought of that. I've, yeah. I've heard it somewhere before, but I don't remember where. Yeah, so um, a wet blanket is just a party pooper, uh, a guy mm -hmm. who just really sucks at being anything other than lame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what you got, Smoz? Um, the next one, I didn't know myself, even the German one. I needed to read the, translation, uh, the explanation so I know what it means. And it's the staircase choke. The staircase choke? Yes. The staircase choke? Uh... 
Is that like is does it come from when you get your head stuck in like the the banister of your stairs? But <laughs> no, that's only specific. <laughs> I mean, because it's a common trope in TV, like 90s television. Um, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> but no. But, no, what does that mean? Uh, the John word is Treppenwitz. And it's like, when I read it, it's like really relatable. When you're like having a conversation with someone and then you're like, uh, go away, uh, like home or stuff like that. And when you're home, you think to yourself, oh, I, you think of a really great joke. You could have told like to this person, but you're already at home, and that's uh, a staircase choke, uh, a choke that you're uh, that only came to your mind after you stopped. After oh, you stopped I'm sorry, Adrian. I thought you said staircase choke. Like, <laughs> no, no. like that's why I was like, somebody gets choked on the stairs. Yeah, well, so what's what's so funny about that? <laughs> <laughs> so a staircase joke is when like you don't think of the funny thing to say in the moment, but after it's all mm. said and done and you're over it, you're like. Oh man, I should have said that. That'd exactly be funny. Death, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good one. There's a word for that too. I mean, I feel like German, like Schadenfreude, has words that we don't have. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that we steal because, like, that's just what we do in America. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, it's just a rather detailed language. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, okay, how about this one? This one you might be able to guess. This one is don't give up your day job. Uh, that you should stay with the safe option instead of chasing your dreams? Uh, yeah, kind of. It is. Um, that would be the literal translation. Yeah, where, like, don't follow your dreams, but that's not really what it is. It's kind of like mm-hmm. you're supposed to actually use it more sarcastically as like a, as like a humorous insult to somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, you tell them that they're not good at something, but, like, in a funny way. So, like, uh, one thing that my uncle and aunt used to say to me when I was younger is they always thought that I was funny, but sometimes I would sing, like, stupid songs. Mm-hmm. And they thought my singing was so bad. They'd say, hey, Adam, don't give up your day job, dude. You know? <laughs> like, don't quit your job to go okay, sing because you no, ain't going to make it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so even if that's not their dream and they start doing it, you you know, like, if I started mm-hmm. playing guitar instead of Ian, you'd be like, whoa, Adam, don't give up your day job. You're not a guitar I, player. I liked it, but I think I'm going to use that one. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a really good one to say, hey, stop what you're doing. You're not yep. good at it. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's one of my favorites. Don't give up your day job, dude. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what about you? Uh, the next one is Life Tired. Life Tired. Yes. Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> I'll try to guess Um, it. When you... Like, for example, when you go bungee jumping or something like that, people could tell you, are your life tired? Ah. Uh, the thing is, are your life tired? Are you life tired? Life tired probably means, like, are you that bored with your day-to-day life that you have to go do something exciting to kill the Something mundane? dangerous and exciting, yes. Oh, dangerous and exciting, right. Yeah. So like what, is the, facts, what is the definition? When someone... Um, it's that if someone does like a lot of dangerous stuff and they don't really need to do that stuff. Nobody forced them to do that, but they do like a lot of dangerous stuff. Then you tell them they're lebens- lebensmüde, that they just so that they apparently are so bored of the life that they have nothing better to do than getting themselves <laughs> into danger all the time. You say it's it's lebensmüde, lebensmüde, yes. lebensmüde. Hmm. Gotcha. Oh, that's interesting. I like life tired. <laughs> yeah. Usually you just say, are you, are you that bored? <laughs> but like, yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, are you life tired or something? <laughs> mm. <laughs> I like that. I like that one. Uh, I don't okay. know. I'm trying to think of what I'm going to make the title of this episode. So I'm trying to pick some of the ones you told me to there's say. There's a lot of candidates, yes. <laughs> yeah, there's, a, there's quite, a, quite a few good ones in there, though. I, I, I like, uh, so far, I'm really liking, uh, uh, like, what do you call it? Staircase joke? Mm-hmm. I don't know why that one tickles me, but I like it. Maybe it's just so relatable because I've that so many times. Oh, gosh, yeah. Every time I'm just like, oh, I would have been good if I said that. Ah, man, yeah. I could have said that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> All right. What about um, uh, the phrase thick as thieves? Thick as thieves? Yeah, thick. T-H-I-C-K. <laughs> Thick as I know, thieves. I've understood you, but I have like no clue. <laughs> no <laughs> if you clue had to guess what you think "thick as thieves" means, what would you th- what, what would you guess? 
maybe it's that thieves are like really good friends and if you say fig is thieves it's like when you tell you say like those are, those two are really good friends are probably fig is thieves Actually, yeah, that you nailed that. That's literally what it is. Yeah, oh, what? really? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what it means. It I means know that like <laughs> that was a really good observation that they usually say like thieves stick together and they know each other. So like, mm -hmm. but yeah, that's what you say about people who are really close and they share secrets to each other that they usually don't tell other people. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you say, "Oh, look at those guys. They've been friends forever. They're thick as thieves." Yeah. You know? No, that was a really good guess, Moses. Good job. I'm glad I got it so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was really good. Uh, well done, sir. Well done. Uh, all right, what uh, you, got? you got another one? My next one is soft egg. Soft egg? Soft egg. Uh, soft egg is obviously somebody who... Uh, oh, no, a soft egg is like when you want to pick on somebody, but it's like... It's just a, it's just a light pick. It's just a light teasing, right? You just say, "Yeah, this is a soft egg. He'll be fine. He's, he doesn't. He knows I'm kidding." Is that what it means? <laughs> uh, not quite. Damn, it's... I was really liking that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically the German version of being a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> you mean like like being 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 a sissy when it comes to like doing anything brave or like yes. being scared all the time? Yeah. So, like so, an example where you say, like, you're such a pussy, and Charlie would say, he's such a white eye. So, like a soft egg. Yes. <laughs> All right. Such a soft egg. Boy, I haven't, I haven't dropped the P word in a long time to call anybody scared because I just have so many better <laughs> ones, like chicken shit to call them. <laughs> chicken shit makes me laugh. <laughs> but soft egg, actually, soft egg goes really well with chicken shit because. Yeah. You know, <laughs> kind of does, yes. You know, Maybe that's related. Not, yeah, because it's not a hard boiled egg yet. It just came out of the chicken. Mm. So. Yeah. You're a soft egg. All right. <laughs> that's funny. Um, all right, let's see. Uh, I have a few different websites up because I kind of started to run out of things. Um, how about this one? Um, pardon my French. Uh, that you don't speak formally, but you should. And then you say, pardon my French. Uh, it's a good guess. And if you were in France, that would probably be exactly what it is. Uh, <laughs> but in America, at least, and probably in England, too, uh, part of my French means excuse my profanity. Like, mm -hmm. like, like if you're really mad about, usually people use this when they're angry and they're like, you know what? Pardon my French, but fuck that guy. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah, I thought that's something like that. Yes. Yeah. So you would say pardon my French when you just, you, you're, you're, you're preparing somebody to hear a bad word. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you're saying that before you start cursing <laughs> <laughs> that's that's your warning that's going to be like some curses <laughs> now some people use it after the fact and they'll be like fuck that guy pardon my mm -hmm. French sorry you know? <laughs> yeah you know. I, I would probably be the person that says afterwards yeah but I always <laughs> like the prep I always make a grandiose statement of everything so I say pardon my French but to hell with that douche yeah. you, know? <laughs> <laughs> you know so but yeah pardon my French is also a very common one here and my next one is a uh, tongue breaker. Is that like a tongue twister where like... Exactly, yes. Where like you try to say something really quickly and a bunch of syllables and stuff that mm -hmm. just make you mess mm -hmm. up how you talk? It's tongue twister, yes. So they call it a tongue breaker. I would call it a zungbrecher. Wow. Tongue breaker sounds yeah. like a weird like WWE wrestler. <laughs> I have this image in front of my head. Yeah. Here comes the tongue breaker, brother. <laughs> oh my Christ. Uh, I like tongue breaker. That sounds better. Yeah. You want to know a good tongue, a really easy tongue twister to try? Is yeah, I was thinking of English tongue breakers, but I couldn't think of any really. It's just saying the word unique New York a bunch of times is really hard to say. Um, unique New York, unique New York, New York. See? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it, it gets difficult. It is. Uh, let's see. Um, I got a few more here. Um, how about this one? Um, when you tell somebody... Oh, no, I lost it. Where was it? Uh, when something is cattywampus, what would you say that means? 
I have <laughs> no clue. You've never Kenny heard Caddy Wampus before? No. <laughs> and I don't know if at the Pickers Thieves, that I at least understood the words, but I have no clue what that could mean, like, in a in any kind of sense. Yeah, Caddy Wampus <laughs> is a word that I think originated in the south of America and then just, like, went to a lot of people. Uh, it's not one that comes up in my regular vocabulary, but I hear enough people say it. Mm-hmm. And what it, what it usually means is, like, when like something that's kind of crooked or out of whack in some way mm-hmm. so like let's just say that like you're trying to organize your room and you move your bed a certain way but it doesn't go mm-hmm. flush with the wall or something like man it looks all cattywampus i don't like that oh okay you know yeah so it's a way to describe that something funny though in that in that case <laughs> yeah it's it's a funny word just to say yeah <laughs> it's like something dr seuss invented or something <laughs> Cattywampus, so a uh, very common phrase around the states. I also just really like to say the word whack in that in that case. No, I know you. Uh, you actually use <laughs> whack a lot when we talk. <laughs> yes. Like, man, that's whack. Because I, I I really like that word. <laughs> yeah, you're like using like late '80s, early '90s American slang when you say whack. <laughs> like, man, that's whack. Yeah, all that is whack. <laughs> Language is weird. <laughs> it isn't <decent. laughs> Alright, what else you got? Explanation poverty. Say again? Explanation poverty. Explanation poverty? Yes. Whoa, I have never heard that. Um Explanation poverty. Does that mean like somebody who somebody who does a lot of things with very little uh, explanation or reason? Um, it's that you... It kind of kinda has something of that, but it's not really, not really the thing. Okay. It has to do with not having an explanation. Okay, how, do you, how would you use it in a sentence? Uh, it would be that if, for example, like you cheated on your girlfriend... And then you're sitting on your sofa and your girlfriend comes to you and then tells you that, like, who is this girl? And you're, like, really startled by that and you wouldn't know what to say because you're so startled. Then you're, like, in explanation poverty because you don't know what to say. You're, like, poor of words to say. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah, that's, I mean... I have I know of situations like that, but I've never heard of the phrase "explanation poverty." Uh, but uh, it actually carries a lot more weight, I think, when you say it like that. Yeah, very <laughs> strong. Um, the German word for that would be "Erklärungsnot." All oh, right, erklär, 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 What you said? Yep. Yep. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right. Here's one for you that you may or may not know. Uh, this one is "Let's go Dutch." Let's go Dutch. Right. Um, maybe to try something new. Try something new? Um, maybe try something new. Well. Uh, that you like at a, at a like roadblock, like creatively. And you just say, let's try, let's try a Dutch. And that means that you <laughs> like try a different approach. I like that. I like that. There's got to be a, there's probably a phrase for it somewhere, but uh, that's a good guess. But the what let's go Dutch means is like, or uh, uh, is when like say you go to a restaurant with your friends, or if you take someone on a date, and you're sitting down and you have your dinner, and then the bill comes, the check comes, and mm-hmm. you guys are deciding how to pay for it. And, you know, instead of coming to like, oh, I'm going to take this one or you take this one, you say, let's go Dutch, which means mm-hmm. you guys split the bill or you, okay. or you or you pay for your own stuff. You pay for your own food. Now I'm just really curious. What does that have to do with Dutch? <laughs> you know, for, according to this little excerpt that I have in front of me, mm-hmm. it doesn't have anything to do with the Netherlands. It came from like it looks like in like the late 1800s, there was an editorial written in something called the Baltimore American. Where the mm-hmm. writer suggests that bar owners should instate a Dutch treat policy, where everyone pays for their own food instead of splitting, or instead of one person picking up the tab. Like mm-hmm. it's it's weird how slang catches on in America. Just like, and oftentimes like people will read it or hear it one time, and then mm-hmm. it'll get bastardized over the years. 
and then like become something totally different than like what it was originally said. So there's nothing yeah. ever said. Let's like the editorial never said let's go Dutch, but because they called it the Dutch treat one time is like a funny thing in their tab. People came mm-hmm. up with that phrase later and just and just associated with it. Like, <laughs> the, you know, just made it up on their own. <laughs> yeah, that literally, it just it, it just evolves or devolves, I guess, how, however you want to look at it over time. Mm-hmm. You know, like did you know, just as a sidebar, that the phrase, like you know, that you've heard the term goodbye, right? Yes. It actually used to be "God be with ye." Mm-hmm. And it just got fucking shortened over time because people kept saying it really quickly when they were leaving. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and then people just kept shortening it until it was goodbye and then eventually bye. <laughs> you know? And then it's just the E. <laughs> yeah, you know, the only thing that survived was the Y-E at the end. And, yeah. you know, it doesn't even say ye anymore. It's bye. <laughs> <laughs> it was like this really uh, uh, funny... Uh, I was watching, uh, listening to our podcast... And those two people were talking about how one person didn't respond to the other person's messages uh, every time. And then this guy says, what should I write? You only write heat all the time. What should I write? (laughs) Heat back? (laughs) Some people just aren't good at messaging, apparently. No. (laughs) All right. uh, Let's do a couple more. What uh, what do you got? I got a baking pipe face. Baking, what? <laughs> like, like baking, like you do in the oven. Uh-huh. Then a pipe with what you smoke. And then face baking ba- pipe. That's what baking I thought you pipe said. Face. Baking pipe face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, baking pipe face. That's clearly when um, you have a friend named Pipe Face, and you're just <laughs> you're trying to get them to settle down, so you get them really high. And so you get them all baked. <laughs> They're all baked and they just chill out for a while. <laughs> uh, good guess, but not at all. <laughs> oh, dang. Sorry. I thought it was close. <laughs> yeah. um, it's, um, they also have like a different translation, but that's actually not the literal translation. That's what I came up with. They say it's a slap face. A what face? A slap face. A slap face. Yes. What does that it's mean? A, it's a face that you just want to like slap. <laughs> You're not angry at the guy, but just the way his face looks, you just want to slap him. <laughs> so, so wait, wait. So a baking pipe face and slap face essentially just mean that person has a face that you want to hit. Yes, exactly. No shit. <laughs> yes. We have we have a phrase that we say, but it's not like a term. Like, we just kind of say, like, man, that guy has a face you just want to punch, doesn't he? You know? <laughs> <laughs> and Sherman's had the, that idea uh, to just put it into one word. <laughs> I would be curious. Um, I would be curious why, the t- why it's called baking pipe face, though. I have no clue, to be honest. <laughs> wow. I don't get that at all, but that's so funny. Look at that baking pipe face. Though <laughs> uh, no, I do know what it is. I just uh, remembered why. Because uh, the baking pipe, uh, it's called Buckpfeife. Uh, and uh, oh. Buckpfeife is pretty much a German word for like a slap. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. All right, here's an easy one for you as we round out. This one's one that we use all the time in America. I don't know if you guys use it in Germany. but uh, And I don't even know where the name comes from. Um, but it's called Riding Shotgun. Riding Shotgun, I know I've heard that one. Because I've heard it in one song I heard on the radio and then I was curious what that means. Then I googled it and it's... Uh, I think it was that you like drive as a passenger. Yeah, you ride, and... up, you ride up front. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it, it means is when you want the front seat you... you... Okay. Like, I wasn't quite sure anymore what that means. <laughs> yeah, so, so you can use this a couple different ways. One of them is you can say riding shotgun. Mean You can just say, hey, I'm riding shotgun. Or you can say, oh, they mm. were they rode shotgun on the way over. Um, mm. But really, it's actually a game. It's like whenever the, – the, the, there are rules, unwritten rules in America where if you're going to use the word shotgun, you both – whoever wants to ride up front has to be able to see the car first. Mm-hmm. And then you say shotgun. And whoever says, <laughs> okay. it fir- whoever says it first gets the ride up front. <laughs> so, okay. 
That's now, also something I have no clue about. <laughs> yeah, some people don't. Some people don't. Um, some people don't wait till they see the car, and some people mm-hmm. don't. I mean, it's okay. But just like when you say, "All right, you guys ready to go?" and someone goes, "Shotgun," and then you run out to the car. <laughs> so it's kind of like you're calling dips on the front seat. Literally, that's what it is. It's dips yeah. on the front seat, but you just yell "shotgun" <laughs> instead. That's been around for as long as I can remember. I don't know where it comes from. I'll probably have to look it up. But "shotgun" has been around since I've been born. Mm-hmm. <laughs> since, since cars were invented probably i don't know yeah <laughs> just a guy who invented cars came up with that to him yeah he was like hey no you can't sit there it's where i keep my shotgun they're like oh well, I'm, <laughs> yes i'm moving it it's probably it it's it's yeah. oh i bet you it came from luke from the other podcast you know yeah. except yeah. he except he keeps his his rocket launcher up front so we always have to yell out rocket launcher to get up front <laughs> <laughs> that should be a thing in a podcast <laughs> yeah so uh so if you ever want oscar to yell shotgun he'll know what it means <laughs> mm. uh, I, I think he like try it like really unsecurely like he just wants to try out his new learned word <laughs> right like i learned this thing you guys ever heard this shotgun thing that's funny yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right you want to want to do a couple one or two more um the next one is one i don't have a translation for you because it's just such a weird shown word okay it's called kuddle muddle kuddle muddle kuddle muddle what is that it's got the word model in it uh no <laughs> what does it mean it's just that when when you go over to someone and the whole place a mess you say to them that they have a cuddle muddle, like they have a mess over there. They just have a big ass mess that they need to clean up. Yes. A cuddle muddle. <laughs> a cuddle muddle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like that one. Uh, I need you to send me the spelling of that one later because I, wanna, <laughs> I, sure I like. Will. I like that one a lot. I like cuddle muddle. <laughs> my friend, my friend Cassandra. Her car mm-hmm. is a cuddle muddle. <laughs> I can imagine it so well how you go over to her and say to her. <laughs> hey, you have a cuddle muddle there. <laughs> yeah, but like you've got quite the cuddle muddle here. Why don't you take care of it? <laughs> I can imagine you so well doing that. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Um, all right, here's one for you. Uh, you might have heard this one on TV before. Uh, everything but the kitchen sink. Uh, no, I do not. Uh, everything but the kitchen sink is a phrase that we use when we say that somebody brought or took a lot of stuff. Like, it literally mm-hmm. means, like, almost everything possibly imaginable. Ah, okay. Like... They, they brought everything but the kitchen sink. Right. So, like, if, if like, say you're having a friend come over, and you're like, yeah, if you want to bring, like, a bag of chips or something, and they show... <laughs> and they, I am that person. Right. <laughs> and they show up with, like, two crock pots full of food, and they got, like, like eight <laughs> bags in their car, and they also yeah. have a tent for camping out later. Like, man, they brought everything but the kitchen sink. <laughs> you know what I did? <laughs> I have a friend who lives, like, pretty much on the other side of Germany, and we said that we get like three friends who live like close to me and we'll drive over to him and like stay a weekend at his place and he said like yeah get like a sleeping bag and maybe like some cars or something like that and i took my pc monitor i took i think my playstation my switch <laughs> and some card games with me <laughs> so you definitely took everything but the kitchen sink <laughs> I did, yes <laughs> <laughs> uh that's a joke sometimes you see in tv like especially if they're like thieves or break-ins on tv uh i can't remember the show but usually like if they come in and all your stuff's like man they took everything but the kitchen sink and then yep. they go in the kitchen <laughs> and they look and they took the kitchen sink too <laughs> <laughs> yeah it would be so funny yeah i think it comes from the fact that like people i think it came first from like people taking a lot of things like they took everything mm-hmm. but the kitchen sink because the sink is like piped in and glued down and like it's hard to take so well that's the one thing they didn't take because they couldn't Mm. you know so (laughs) but yeah so somebody who brings all the things even the unnecessary things even the difficult things they bring them all they bring everything Mm. but yeah you're definitely somebody who takes who brings everything but the kitchen sink (laughs) definitely that person (laughs) (laughs) kitchen sinks moses (laughs) i I love how many nicknames i've just accrued (laughs) i know you have a lot uh, yeah. <laughs> all right, let's let's do uh, let's do let's do one more each. Okay, um, the last one should be uh, sit meat. 
Sit meat. Sit meat. Like M E A T or M E E T. Uh, sit and meat, like the thing you eat. Meat. Sit meat. Um, sit meat is like, is your ass. It's what you use mm-hmm. to sit down. Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? Uh, it kinda is. <laughs> is, it, is it really? <laughs> uh, it's that like. In a not literal sense, it is because, uh, um, for example, if somebody plays Dark Souls and they're like, try, they can't beat the boss, but they try it like over and over again, you would say to them that they have a lot of sit meat because they have like so much cushion that they are like able to sit down and try this over and over again. Oh, so you mean like like they got a lot of cushion in their ass, so they're you know. Yeah. Okay, so they got a lot of sit meat. Mm. <laughs> I was thinking more like you'd say like, man, I'm gonna kick you right in the right in the sit meat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get out there and stop playing Dark Souls. So I'm gonna kick you in the sit meat. Right. Or like or like or like man, like say say if you if you have a nasty fall, like man, my sit meat hurts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like sit meat. Maybe I'll make the episode called that. <laughs> sit well, meat. you definitely have a couple of choices you can make. Yeah, uh, I, I actually I have a I have a couple that go together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I decided I'm going to teach you one that that kind of I think originated right here in my home state. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one comes with a little bit of explanation. That is New York. Right, I'm in <laughs> Pennsylvania, um, and. In the city of Pittsburgh, which is the closest major city to where I live, mm. um, there is a, a language that they have adopted called Pittsburghese. Mm-hmm. It's not an official language. It's just what they like call Portuguese, all the... just in Pittsburgh. What's that? Like Portuguese, just in Pittsburgh. Right. It's 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 essentially just like words and an accent that they develop from living in the city that mm-hmm. they just call Pittsburghese. Mm-hmm. So. So there's there's a few that I want to teach you because I don't know if enough people know these, but like one is called jag off. Mm-hmm. And uh, is that similar to fuck off? What's that? Is that similar to fuck off? Uh no, a jag off is a person. It's like you call someone a ah, jag off. Okay. You say, like it comes from the word jack off, which is mm-hmm. another is, an, is another noun you call somebody like God, you jack off. Um, mm-hmm. But Pittsburghese people who are really in the city and they say that a lot, they, like I said, language deteriorates over time. Mm-hmm. So they stopped using the CK and it became a G. So mm-hmm. the word jag off <laughs> is very much like a Pittsburgh word. Mm-hmm. Like, like, yeah, you jag. And sometimes you jags, you jag off, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's a big one that people say, like, you know, when, they, when they're mad at somebody or if they're from out of town, like, ah, oh, you jag off, drive better. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but there's another one that goes with it. Um, or they say Don Tan. Don Tan. That sounds like food. It does sound like food, but actually it's a shitty way for them to say the words downtown. <laughs> okay. So because Don Tan Pittsburgh is where everybody goes to do all the fun things that happen. <laughs> so like, oh, you know, I was driving downtown today and some jag off mm-hmm. cut me off. <laughs> that, yeah, that sounds really like <laughs> So, like really countryside. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's very comical. I, I thought about doing a whole Pittsburghese thing with you today, but because there's a lot of Pittsburghese out there. Okay. <laughs> uh, but the, the biggest one. You can ones, do a, like a part two of that. Yeah, we should. But I'll give you I'll give you one more if you don't mind me cutting cutting mm-hmm. one more in because they all go together. Is the word yins? Y Y I N Z yins. Yins. I have no clue. <laughs> Yins is just a way to say, you know how like in pop culture and some cultures you hear the word like y'all, mm-hmm. like you all. And that's Yins. It, that's Yins in Pittsburgh. Right? Okay. But they'll say like, what are Yins doing? <laughs> what, what have Yins been up to? Mm-hmm. What are, Yins going to the game later? You know, like, like it's, it's one of my least favorite words on planet Earth. <laughs> I Second hate it. Second to moist. <laughs> yeah. So like, like Pittsburghese, p- people who claim to speak Pittsburghese also call themselves Yinzers. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's another way that they identify themselves. Like, ah, oh, they're, oh, another Yinzer. How are you? You know, we're, we're a bunch of Yinzers up here. Are you a Yinzer? No, I am not a Yinzer. <laughs> I'll say it sometimes ironically be- to make fun of it, but I've never mm-hmm. been a Yinzer my entire life. 
<laughs> I hate it. <laughs> no offense to my Pittsburgh listeners out there. It's just it, ah, the language. I understand it, but I will not speak it. <laughs> I have that same relationship with like my like language that I live in. Like Bavaria has like its own version, kind of German. Mm-hmm. But I refuse to use it. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, listen, as long as we can understand each other and communicate, it doesn't matter. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you know, as long as we can, that's that's the most important thing is if we can talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's 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 the one I think I'm going to finish on because those are my least favorite things ever. Is <laughs> 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 Dantan, Yins, and Jagoff. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, those are funny. Um, and I thought it'd be funny to hear you say them with a German accent because of, yeah. <laughs> it's not something you hear every day. It's a German guy saying yins. <laughs> mm. um, but yeah, so that's what I got. Uh, do you want to throw one more at me since I gave you a bunch? Um... Sorry, I went on a bit of a tirade. There. I don't really have any good ones left. All right, um, then we'll then we'll then we'll we'll end on. Uh, we'll end on uh, prob- probably Yins. Um, mm, I think you know. Yins is a good place to end it. Yeah, Yins is a good place. Uh, all right, um, Adrian, uh, you know, we've gotten pretty tight over the last few months, so I'm glad that I can mm-hmm. have you back when we got to know each other even more. Um, Me too. That's some, like, fun again and not drama. Yeah, you know, and and and, and for everybody listening who, who remembers Smosis from the previous episode, um, uh, I have since then adopted him as my younger brother. Indeed. <laughs> um, uh, and he has adopted me as his older brother. And um, so now I have two brothers from out of the country. Um, mm-hmm. Azul is my is my younger brother as well. And also uh, Smosis' older brother. Um, mm-hmm. s- uh, so Azul's I'm the-, the youngest in our whole fucking Discord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you are. <laughs> uh, but hopefully that means you'll outlive us all and keep the dream alive. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're going to wrap up here, but I just want to say that like, as you start to hear more of these voices that'll come on the show in the next coming weeks or months, uh, a lot of them are people who uh, helped me launch the shares or the uh, cares a lot thing that I mentioned in a few weeks ago uh, mm-hmm. in November. Uh, it's still growing. We're still doing a lot of things and some changes are happening and um, it's been really great. And, and none of that would have been possible without people like Adrian uh, putting in the effort and helping us grow it and get the message out. So um, if you're on the Twitters, follow that at, at, uh, at team cares, cares a lot, team underscore cares a lot. If you want to see all the updates there, follow Smosis underscore senpai. Um, Hello, that's me. Yeah, that's, that's Mr. Smosis himself on Twitter. Um, he, uh, he used to post anime titties, and now he's posting all sorts of positive messages. From I have the feeling you're never going to let, lift that, uh, let that down. <laughs> uh, it just cracks me up because the word titties, T-I-D-D, like, I, it, like that makes me laugh. <laughs> that makes me laugh. I don't use that word otherwise, but I, when I think T-I-D-D-I-E-S, the spelling is yeah. just absurd. <laughs> um, so, um, and of course, you can follow me at uh, Adam underscore shares a lot on twitter my current stage name is captain cares a lot so if you see that you got the right guy <laughs> um and uh yeah and if you're on the twitch come and see us on there every friday and saturday at uh twitch.tv slash adam or no it's not adam shares a lot anymore sorry twitch.tv slash team cares a lot and then mine is twitch.tv slash adam cares a lot and then smoses yours is Twitch. Mine yeah, is Smosis 3D. What is it again? Smosis 3D. Smosis 3D. Twitch.tv yes. slash Smosis 3D, where we'll be uploading some fun stuff on there as well. Um, so if you want to actually see the beautiful faces and hear these voices some more, please come and say hi to us. Um, it will always be lovely to see you. And of course, at RolePlayersWin, if you want to support my friend Justin, who is trying to grow our Twitter handle because I stopped. Uh, he's, 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 he's growing up now. He's trying to learn the internet. Good for him. Mm. <laughs> so, you know, uh, if you're a fan of role players, go and support Justin as he tries to grow a Twitter handle and learn how to use Twitter. He's enjoying it already. And I'm proud of him. Uh, yeah. Um, but okay. Um, in that case, why don't we wrap up? Uh, Smosis, you have any, anything else you want to pitch or say to the audience, uh, before we wrap up? 
Um, I'm in the process of opening my commissions, so in the very near future I'll be able to do free debug if anybody needs something. Oh yeah, it's good stuff too. We talked about it in the previous episode, but but it's yeah. gotten but even better since then. N- um, not quite. <laughs> well, I think he has. I think it looks wonderful. Um, but uh, but yeah. So look forward to that. If you want a cool three D image of something, or yeah, you know, some sort of portrait, or even just a file that you can use wherever you want. Um, he's working mm. on that too. Um, can lose, you can use three D for a whole lot of things. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, okay, well, then, in the meantime, um, well, hey, Smoses, you want to sign off? Uh, I let Ian do it recently, and I thought that was kind of cool, so maybe I'll let the, I'm thinking about letting my guests do the sign-off for the next, like, for the near future, probably, so, um, why don't you go ahead and sign us off, man? Uh, <laughs> you're kind of putting me on the spot, I have explanation poverty now, because I don't know what to say. Oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> Uh, so you're gonna fall right on your sit meat (laughs) yeah i'm gonna fall right on my thick meat and (laughs) (laughs) my thick meat and (laughs) i wish you all a beautiful day yes we wish you a beautiful day and you remember that you remember the ending of uh that i sign off with every time right it's been some time since I actually listened to one of the episodes. I, I admit, I don't know. Oh, man, <laughs> it's embarrassing to leave into the edit. Oh, no. Uh, well, it's uh, take care of your mind, take care of your heart, and take care of each other. <laughs> yes. You want to go ahead and say what, it? What he said. <laughs> go ahead. You can say it. I believe in you. Uh, take care of your mind, take care of your body, and what was the last thing? Take care of each other. Take care of each other. (laughs) Good night, everybody.